With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Lewis Art for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store, Forged Irish Stout, FreeBets.com. Always been the theme of 2024. Join me, Spencer Oliver. Always delighted to be joined with you, mate. How are things, mate? How have we been? Lewis, really good, mate. Really good. It's good to be down here, actually, in Booth's Boxing Gym, Adam Booth. Um, first time I've actually been here. Wicked gym, man, like old school. It reminds you, like, you can smell it when you come in. Do you know what I mean? I love that. It's like just hard work that goes on in here. And, um, yeah, just good to catch up with Josh Boatsy ahead of his fight for February the 3rd against Dan Aziz. I was going to say that Joshua Boatsy is taking on Dan Aziz on February the 3rd. Um, we spoke to Dan Aziz about, about 10 days ago now, about two weeks two weeks now. Um, we're now in Joshua Boatsy's gym, um, further building up a really, really exciting fight for February the 3rd. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, it's... Uh, it's a case of friends turned enemies, isn't it? Like, do you know what I mean? They go back, they've got a lot of history together. They were both at di- totally different stages of their c- careers. Dan Aziz has got that momentum. He's done it the old school way, English, Commonwealth, European. You know what I mean? Like, sorry, Southern Area, English, Commonwealth, European. He's done it on the road. He's learned his trade on the road. So it's now a real 50-50 fight. It's a great fight. Um, really looking forward to it. Both guys know what they're going into. They know what they can get potentially if they win the fight, you know, with this whole thing. What is it rumoured to be? Dmitry Bivol, Artur Baterbiev um, in, in June time out in Saudi Arabia. The winner of this, the final eliminator for the WBA, puts himself in a prime position. They may get that shot. So a lot on the line, man, going into this. And um, it's a real local derby as well. And when you get that, you never quite know what's, you know, how it's going to go. If you asked me who was going to win this maybe 18 months ago, you go, you got to go Boatsy, but Dan Aziz has, has made up a lot of ground over the last 18 months or so. I was going to say that, like, it's one of these fights where, you know, it's, it's a proper, proper great British scrap, you know, both from South London, local derby. There's something about this when it comes to, like, a purist level. There's everything that you really ask for. Anyone that knows boxing knows that this, you know, this is a proper trade fight, but anyone that knows boxing knows that this is a serious fight, man. You, like, stylistically... It's made. It's a match made in heaven. Both guys, you know, that they know what's on the line. They know, you know, 
but stylistically they'll both meet head on in the ring because that's how they fight. Dan Aziz is one of those guys that looks to wear opponents down, you know, you know, take them into deep waters. And Boats is one of those guys that's spiteful, he's heavy-handed and he likes to fight that way as well. So it's going to be a great fight. Well, I suppose we'll, we'll go back to last Saturday. Um, Michaela Mayer, um, I suppose, losing to Natasha Jonas. Um, since that, there's been obviously a lot of talk, a lot of controversy about the scoring. Um, how did people sort of thought it went? Um, how did you sort of see the fight when you was obviously covering it for TalkSport? Look, I thought that Mayer won the fight by two rounds. I think I had it 96-94. Went back, re-watched it to try and see if I could sort of see it a different way. And you know, you go, well, you can maybe, like, you sort of, you're trying to even get a little bit closer, but I couldn't. I think Mayer won the fight, if I'm totally honest. And it was one of those ones, but you know what? <clears throat> it's a shame the controversy that surrounds the result because the fight was incredible. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's sort of taken it all away from the fight itself. <clears throat> when you look at, you know, both girls left it all in the ring. You know, they delivered, man. And that was that's what it was all about. This is all about women's boxing, how it's evolved, you know, feeling, feeling like the MES arena, um, MS arena, you know, and you look, look at the show in 2022 with the all-women's card where they filled the O2. You go, women's boxing, women's sport is increasing so much. And that fight was insane. And the result took that away a little bit, which is a shame because it's subjective scoring. It's like what way you go, you know, what, what do you think about it? I spoke to Joe Gallagher about this as well, you know, and he said, look, he can see it being a draw. It could have gone one round either way. What people have got to remember is with Tash as well. All right, look, the boxing gods were with her the other night because, like, I thought Maya won, like a lot of other people did. The majority of people felt Maya won that fight. Well, what, is, that, is that music done? It? It's like, yeah, so, but what people have got to look at is like, that's the way that boxing goes. Like, Natasha Jones, Terry Harper. Controversial split draw that should have gone Tashi's way. Then you go like Tasha Jonas versus um, Katie Taylor. Lost on a split decision. Could quite easily have gone Tasha's way. And you just think, is she going to hit the post, be the nearly girl, the one that doesn't get over the line? She goes on, you know, incredibly wins two world titles at two different weights. And you go, now this one goes close, and it went her way. That's the way it goes, man. Do you know what I mean? She had a strong argument that she beat Harper. She had a strong argument that she beat Taylor. And they didn't go her way. This one went away, and that's that's the way the game goes. It, it brings me to a point when it comes to scoring in boxing. Um, you, you talk to my colleague Adam Catterall, he tweeted out, um, I suppose it's displeasure at the result, and he talked about sort of needing the unified scoring criteria um, amongst all governing bodies and amongst all sanctioning bodies. Um, do you feel like that could be a reasoning way forward? You know, every judge is singing off the same hymn sheet, and it isn't the typical, like, what you like stuff. Do you know what it is, though? It's like with judges, we've. The beauty about the sport of boxing is we all watch a fight and we all see it slightly different, differently. That's why you get controversial scoring, etc., etc. But the talk of going from two-minute rounds to three-minute rounds, I'm a big fan of two-minute rounds because I go, you're not diluting it. Do you know what I mean? The girls go all in and they put in, because they haven't got time to sort of pace themselves or do whatever. Ten two-minute rounds, they go all in and you get great fights. You go, you go over the three-minute rounds and then you could be diluting it a little bit. 
But going to the, talking about the judging and the scoring and whatnot, I go, this is where we're at with it. People saying, well, if it was over three minute rounds, I think it'd be easier for the judges to score. Fuck that. A judge should be good enough. If he's appointed to be a judge on a world title fight, he should know who's won a round, whether they're minute rounds or, or, or two minute rounds. Not fucking like, oh, well, maybe three minute rounds could be the decisive factor. Well, of course, it would be a different fight and a different outcome over the three minute rounds. If you ain't broke, don't fix it. Women's boxing, two minute rounds. They put on like, look, Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano, unbelievable. Shannon Courtney versus um, Ebony Bridges, unbelievable fight. What I'm saying is just a couple that come into my mind. There's so many good fights that, you know, that the women are putting on. Don't change it. The judges maybe need looking at. You know what I mean? Like, they come up with scores and you just go, how have you done that? Explain yourself, come in, and don't just give them a slap on the wrist, fucking downgrade them. Because you're talking about people's lives, people's, you know what I mean, families, like their, their, their future, you know what I mean, their, their financial security. So, you know, it, it's not down to them who wins. But in the ring, they put on the great show. Like, unfortunately for Michaela Mayer, it never went away. But I think the judges need looking at as opposed to anything else. That's how we fix it. Do you feel like do you feel like a rematch should probably be the necessary option for both? I think so. No, I, I think that Tasha would take it in a heartbeat, and I think it would make it actually a bigger fight now than it was last time. You know, like you know when you when you look at like Frotch Groves, look at how the second yeah. one went. Because of the controversy surrounding this one, Tasha Jonas is 39, coming up 40 years of age now. You know, she said it's her last year in the sport. She wants the biggest fight. She's looking for a Katie Taylor return, or she could even go up Clarissa Shields. There's Jessica McC McCaskill there as well, unify the titles. But you go, you're looking at it, you go, this is a great time to give her her opportunity again, Michaela Mayer. Go over it again. Who wouldn't want to see that fight? So. I'm hoping we see it again, if I'm totally honest. I think Joe Gallagher would be up for that. I think Natasha would be up for it. And I know Michaela, obviously, would love another opportunity. So, Absolutely. And I suppose we'll talk about another fight that got announced yesterday. Florian Marku takes on Chris Congo. Um, looking at March for that, a potential date uh, in the pipeline. Um, there's bad blood between the two, you know. Look at Just look at the Boatsiers' press conference at the start, right in front of me, them two shoving each other. Um, excited for this fight uh, and, and what, what holds with it? Absolutely. Do you know what? I love this fight, actually. Florian Marcus, value for money, isn't he? He's like, you know what I mean? He's, he's a promoter's dream because he will sell a fight. Do you know what I mean? He talks the talk and he walks the walk. Do you know what I mean? Chris Congo is, is like that as well, you know? Chris Congo is like, have gums, you will travel, fight anyone, anywhere, even in their backyard. That's what I like, man. It's all like very old school. These two are just going, that's the fight I want. They're both super excited for it. They want to put it on the line. And yeah, it's great, man. It's great. For, it's, that's great. It's, it's a great, great fight, that one. I'm looking forward to that. And I did have to ask you, with it about being, I suppose, on Saturday, being two or three weeks away, Tyson Fury takes Alexander Rusik. We're seeing more and more training clips come out from the two. Um, I feel like it's one of these fights where both people are going to flip-flop, you know, whether you're Fury or Usyk. Um, at this point on the you know, 25th of January 2024, how are we looking at the fight and how do you see it going? Fucking hell, it's a tough one that, you know, like, because I've, I've always been very strong on Fury winning the fight. Obviously, 
you go off last performances, and that was a terrible performance against France Ngannou, taking nothing away from Ngannou in his performance, you know what I mean, in his timing and, he, and his actual boxing game plan, you recognise actually he fits anywhere, and that's why it makes the fight of Anthony Joshua much more creditable than if it would have been announced before. But what we do know now is what Ngannou brings to the table, so that's, that's an advantage for Anthony Joshua, because he knows now he can't take a fight lightly. When a fighter has no fear factor in him, it's a big problem, and I think Fury had that. He turned up there, forget that he may have been trained, he may have under-trained to where he should have been because he thought, I'm going to turn up, I've got a guy in a different discipline and I'm going to play with him, I'm going to beat him and it's going to be a big show for Saudi before my undisputed. Well, it was a rude awakening, but you know, it helps the other heavyweights who are going to fight France and Ghana, especially Anthony Joshua. Fury won't make that mistake again. You will see the fury of old going into this fight. You know, forget now people talking about you know, rumours circulating, did Jael Pattaya drop him and he was sent home for five rounds. I don't read into all that, if I'm totally honest. I think Jael Pattaya has got his own business to deal with with Marius Bredis on the undercard out there. That's a tough, tough fight. And I just think Styles for Marius didn't, um, sorry, for um, Jael Pattaya, sorry, didn't suit with Tyson Fury being six foot nine, gangly, long and everything else. Totally different style of fighter. And perhaps he, there was a little bit of that that's not the sparring I need as well, Tyson. I want to help you, but I need help myself because he's going into a serious fight. Do you know what I mean? So don't read too much. That's what I read. I read that. I, I had the same opinion as you. Don't read too much into him dropping Tyson Fury because I don't believe that. Fury looks in great shape, and I think that we see the Tyson Fury revolt going into this one. And for that reason, that reason only, I think Fury's too big. I think he manhandles him like. Fury's great at rage, he's got a great boxing IQ, Usyk has as well, and he'd be moving around, he'd be trying to get in, but Tyson's great at tying, tying fighters up, leaning on him, outworking them, getting down, biting down his gum shield. Tyson Fury's just too big for me, and, and on that basis, I think he, beats, he wins the fight against Alexander Usyk. It just makes it so, more, so much more interesting now, because of last performances, and you go on last performances and you go, well Usyk, it's coming, coming out the winner here, but don't read into the Tyson Fury and Garnu fight because mindset plays a big part in, in, in your training camps and everything. And Fury may be underestimating and Garnu. Absolutely. The omen has spoken. Spencer Oliver, thank you for taking time to speak to me. Always good to catch up with you, mate. And yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy this. I'm sure we'll be catching up next week with Buetsu Aziz, mate. Of course. I look forward to it. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.